Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Good afternoon, good afternoon everybody. Just another little tip here that's come from real life. Real life packaging out there in real life property land. Stuff that's happening absolutely now is current, happening this week, okay? There are people out there trying to do deals today, even in these most difficult of circumstances. So I wanna give you a few tips that might help uh, help you along. Um, this is what I'm hearing, this is what I'm talking about. And this comes from a friend of mine who is building her deal packaging business pretty much from scratch. And we were talking about how we get a deal. How do you get a deal? And uh, when I started, the most important criteria were holding your numbers, working out what your numbers were. I think it's really, really important, right? So. In normal times, let's assume we can do some real viewings. We might be doing virtual viewings at this time, okay? But you, a deal is made up of doing viewings. So you do your research, you do some viewings. With the, from the viewings, you make some offers. And from the offers, you get some accepted. And then once they're accepted, you go through the legal process. So most of those that get accepted get over the line. The deal is done. Not all of them. I accept that. So... Let's reverse engineer this. Really, really important that you have to know your stats, right? So how many deals do you need a month? What do you want to earn? What is your likely deal size in your packaging business likely to be? If you need 10 grand a month and it's five grand a deal, then you need two deals. That's not difficult, guys. Everyone's with me at this point, I know. Okay. So then it gets a little bit more complicated. So to get two deals, right, um, how many deals agreed that you need? Because some might drop out, some might fall away. So we always worked on trying to get an extra deal in place. So if we got three deals agreed, some months you might get three go through, but some months something would drop off. So if you know you want two, try and get three deals agreed. Okay. Let's move a stage back from that. So to get a deal agreed, you've got to put offers in. You need to put offers in because if you don't put offers in, your offers won't be accepted, then you get to, so you get to the next stage, right? And to make offers, you've got to do a sufficient amount of viewings so that you see enough properties that you think, oh, that might work for this investor, that might work for that investor. Wow, that's a great deal, I'm gonna keep it for me. That happens too, right? So you've got to do enough viewings, right? But here's the truth, guys, here's a truth. You should make an offer on every single viewing, right? And this is the bit that I wanted to share with you because this is where the conversation went off um, into, on a little detour. And I think you'll be interested on the detour. Uh, because my friend who I was helping with this said, David, I can't. I can't make offers on every single viewing. I can't because I've seen a lot of houses and I can't make offers. I said, why can't you make offers? She said, well, that one of the reasons that I can't make an offer is that I know because the estate agents told me that what they actually want for this property is a significantly high number. Basically, they want asking price. They want asking price for the property. And I said, well, that's okay. You can still make them an offer, right? Because you never know. And the other thing you've got to bear in mind is we earn or we learn, right? Absolutely key, right? So maybe you won't get the deal. Maybe they won't accept your offer. 
but you've got to get an offer in. So here's what I'm sharing with you, okay? Write this down, guys. Every time you view a property, make an offer, right? Even if you don't like it, make an offer. Even if you're not sure it'll work, make an offer. But make, get practice in making offers. And then she said to me, my friend, but well, I can do that, David, but then what if they accept my offer on a property I don't want to buy because it doesn't work and I haven't got an investor for it and all that sort of malarkey, right? I said, if that offer is low enough, it's never going to do you any harm to get the offer accepted. You know, because if the, if, the, if the offer's low enough and the deal is, is cheap enough and gives good enough value, we'll find somebody to buy. Somebody's going to want to buy a really good deal. Oh, David, yeah, I knew you were going to say that, but, but, it's always a but, right? Um, I'm just going to embarrass myself, right? Because, you know, the way the market is at the moment, people getting above asking and all that, if I go around making really low-ball offers, they're just not going to take me seriously. They're not. They're not going to talk to me. They're going to think I'm a time waster, think I don't know what I'm doing, all that. How do I maintain my professional credibility if I want to make a low ball offer. Okay, so there's two or three ways you can do that. And this is what I wanted to share with you, okay? Two or three ways you can do it. First of all, you can be up straight and honest with the estate agent, because they will have heard this before, guys. So estate agents have heard pretty much everything, and they, they've heard this, right? You are not a retail buyer. You are a property investor. You work with other property investors. You are sourcing for yourself, maybe, but certainly for your other investor friends, right? And you've identified this town, this place, this postcode, these streets, this type of property, this budget, right? Uh, this price range of properties that you want to buy. Share that with the estate agent, right? They'll want to hear that. Okay, so Mr. Estate Agent, Mrs. Estate Agent, this is my situation, right? I know what you're asking for, right? And look, there are people going to come along, say they're going to pay that, and you might put it into legals, and six weeks later, once the bank's downvalued it, it might come back. So I'm going to make you an offer, right? But this, I'm a property professional. I have to have a margin, right? And I look at the property through different eyes. So it needs a bit of work here. It needs a bit of work there. In order to add value, I'm going to have to do this, right? We're going to, the master bedroom needs an ensuite. How can you have a master bedroom with no ensuite in the year 2021? I know you can have them, right? But, you know, it's perfectly justifiable to say it, right? How, we need an ensuite. That's going to cost X. That's going to go cost Y. I've got to go up into the loft. Have you really got to go up into the loft? Yes, I've got to go up into the loft. You know, 15, 25, 30 grand for a loft conversion, depending where we do. All of these, I have to factor all this in. And then at the end of the day, as a property investor, I need a certain return, right? I do need the right amount of money. I can't just do it for love. This is a business. So I'm going to take your asking price. I'm going to make some deductions based on all the things I've told you, right? 30 grand for the loft putting in an ensuite bathroom, blah, 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 right? There's a whole list of stuff, and that's going to add up to quite a few bob, right? So I'm going to take that off the amount of money I can offer you. Plus, we are property professionals. I have to have a profit margin. You know, you don't do this stuff for nothing. I don't do it for either. So I've got to take a bit more off, okay? So that means by the time I take your asking price, take all my deductions off, this is what i got left. That's all I can offer you. It's all I can offer you.
Now, they may not like it, but you've justified your numbers. So you look professional and it looks like you know what you're doing and they might bluff and bluster, but they'll continue in the relationship with you. The other way you could do it, and I love doing this, I love doing this, is um, you may have heard of it, it's called the offer that's not an offer offer. You can do that. We've have friends I've worked with, I've worked with, I'm going to give a shout out to Jessie Marsh, who, when I first shared this with her, she loved it. And she did a post into the progressive community the very next day, talking about her driving around her area, making offers that weren't offers offers to all, all the estate agents. And if you practice this stuff, so the first time you say it, Maybe you'll say it a bit falteringly. You won't be confident in it. You know, you're, you're testing your way. If you start doing it six, eight, 10, 12 times, it will work. So David, tell me what is an offer that's not an offer, offer. Okay, so you go into a house, you know you can't pay asking price. You're being told that the vendor will only take asking price in the current market. How do you extricate yourself from that while making an offer and maintaining your professional dignity. Try this, is another way of doing it. The offer that's not an offer, offer. Well, here's the thing, Mr. Estate Agent. This is Estate Agent. Here's the thing, Mr. Estate Agent. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice house, but it doesn't meet my criteria because what I'm looking to do is multi-let. What I'm looking to do is service accommodation. It's in the wrong part of town. It's not on the main roads. It's not, mate, all sorts, find all sorts of reasons. You know, we're looking to add value. There's limited to a value that I can add here. Uh, there's no big regeneration. I've been looking in the next town. They've got, they're spending a fortune in the town center. You know, there's going to be forced appreciation there. Can't really compare it with that. I need something that's going to give us potential of, you know, getting more bang for our buck, right? So it's not really for me. This isn't really, thank you for showing me. Let's go and look. It's not really for me. And I would make an offer, but you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure about it. He said, well, what, he would say, well, what, what's your offer? What are you thinking? Said no, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil our risk, spoiling our relationship by making an offer because I think it's gonna be so low that I, re I really, I really don't want to make an offer for this house. I wouldn't do it, you know, and and I'll share it with you, right? Because I wouldn't want to make an offer for this house if you twisted my arm and said, David, you got to make an offer for this house. I could only offer X. You know, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't embarrass myself by putting that to you. X, they're not going to take X, how cool? Of course they're not going to take X, it's ridiculous. No, it wasn't an offer, okay? You were pressing me, you were pressing me to get my thoughts. That's my thoughts on this, okay? Uh, but at least now you know, you know, if something goes wrong, if you need somebody to move quickly, you know, I work with cash investors, totally cool. My offer, it's not really an offer, but you know, at that level, low, I could make it work, okay? Now, you need to go and practice that stuff. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to help you out in the real world. Uh, I know this stuff works. Ne there's nothing new here in what I'm sharing with you, right? Uh, as property professionals, we have to know this stuff. So I'm sharing it with you um, at some point pretty soon now. I'm an optimist. 
pretty soon now we're going to be allowed out and go back to work in, in more normal circumstances. So now's the time to practice your skills. Now is the time, practice in the mirror, practice with a friend, practice with a real life estate agent, get out there and start talking to people. When you crack it, when you build your skills, you'll be able to make an offer on every single property that you see, even if you have to justify it. Make every, if you make an offer on every single property, then you will get offers accepted. If you get offers accepted, you're gonna get deals. If you get deals, you're gonna get paid. We're gonna sell all of them. I hope it helped. It's gonna be great. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.